Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity coach on KTC Radio. That's uh, Keys to Clarity for short. And um, I want to welcome you today on this fabulous day. Um, hope you're having the wonderful weather that we're having in New Jersey. And um, I'm excited to um, introduce the topic today, which is Insights into You and your clients through the Eanagram. It's going to be a very interesting show, and um, I'm sure you're going to have lots of um, thoughts and questions around this topic, as I am. So the Eanagram is the most amazing tool to discover what makes you and your clients tick. Imagine if you had more understanding of why a client or friend is acting a certain way, and how you might support them better through more understanding, compassion, and tolerance. And this could be also, you know, clients who repeat the same mistakes over and over. So the Eadogram is a personality assessment tool that reveals insights regarding nine personality types. It incorporates many different mystical aspects and spiritual insights, as well as incorporating research from more traditional scientific origins. So if you, your clients or friends have strengths or challenges or blind spots that continually crop up, you would like, and you'd like to have more understanding to know how to move forward and indeed just create an awareness for yourself, then I know this show is going to be perfect for you. Um, now our, uh, our guest today is the lovely Janine Austin. Dr. Janine Austin, and um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She hasn't come onto the show yet, but uh, let me um, tell you a little bit about her background, and then uh, we'll do a little bit of um, admin, and in the meanwhile, I'll just um, make sure that we, we get her onto the show. So Dr. Janine Austin, she's a doctor of life coaching and a certified um, hypnotherapist who excels in the Eanagram, and she's joining us today to share her insights about this fabulous tool. With over 25 years' experience as a teacher, psychotherapist, and published writer, um, she assists people from all over the world to design a simplified, meaningful, and joyful life based on their own strengths, values, and priorities. Janine utilizes many different secular and psychological or spiritual modalities, and because of her extensive background, can customize each session to meet the needs of each person. She is probably best known for her work with Course in Miracles students, and the emphasis on compassion and humor in order to overcome challenges and existential suffering. So if you want to find out more about uh, Janine, um, her website is simplydivinesolutions.com. Simplydivinesolutions.com. Okay. So I'm just going to check and see if she's... Uh, no, she's not here yet. Um, but that's fine. We'll we'll figure that out. Um, in the meanwhile, I just want to remind you that you can tweet about the show um, on Twitter and uh, you know post on Facebook as well. And I recommend using the hashtag KTC Radio on Twitter. It just helps us to follow um, each other on Twitter and and for me to see um, what's happening on Twitter. And also, you know, if you'd like people to be able to tune in via the web, um, which would give them the opportunity to do that, um, you can share the U URL, budurl.com forward slash eanagram. That's budurl.com forward slash 
Eanagram, and Eanagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Okay, fabulous. So I just want to announce, um, <coughs> excuse me, a prize winner from last week's draw. Um, so the name of the um, one of the prize winners is Mag Aless. Um, unfortunately, I don't have her website details yet, so I'll mention that next week um, if I don't get it by the end of today or by the end of today's um, call. Um, but it's Mag Aleph has won um, a place, a spot on the 21 Days of Inspired Action program in June. So I want to congratulate you, Mag, for um, entering and winning that prize. And um, in fact, I'm going to be uh, uh, offering the same prize again this week. I'm just so excited, um, and uh, we're going to have a, a really nice group of people in the June program. And if you can get a chance to um, get a seat on that program, I'd love for you to be there as well. So it's the 21 days of inspired action. It means you get a chance to choose a goal or project that you really want to work on. And you can uh, then enter the draw to uh, join the 21 days. It's 21 days for 21 minutes a day at, tw at 12 o'clock Eastern every day. Um, and meeting with inspired um, group participants who all want to create the same thing as you do, and that's powerful and inspired results. So um, to enter the draw, just email info at keystoclarity.com, keystoclarity.com, and you can, um, you can get uh, the opportunity to enter the, um, the draw. Just put in the title, Action 2, Action 2, the number 2. And then I'll know that this uh, draw is for this week. And the um, prize drawing will be closed at 12 noon tomorrow Eastern. So I really want to encourage you. We'll have, we have one spot open for the prize this week. And um, you know what have you got to lose? Just email info at keystoclarity.com with Action 2 in the title. And who knows, it could be you joining me and a group of inspired learners who really want to, to make progress in their lives and business. Okay. So for those of you who are new to the program, um, I've already, of course, introduced myself, but I want to let you know a little bit about me. I'm a small business coach and speaker, radio show host, and Facebook and online marketing strategist. I'm all about getting the word out about what's possible in your business doing it authentically, uh, being visible, and creating a profit, and helping the world at large through your actions. Um, I really believe in spiritual alignment with all that you do. In this way, we can create the lives that we truly desire. And I want to help soul-driven business owners build their businesses, which is why one of the reasons why Keith's Clarity Radio was born at the beginning of 2008. We um, put on shows here um, which are all about um, spiritual, personal, and business growth. And we have fabulous guests and topics on the show. We've had the likes of Marsha Weeder, Addie Brown, Michael Port, Greg Moores, Mary Allen, Michael Lozier, just to name a few. So feel free to um, access the archives for the recordings of those shows. Um, they're all there, over 120 of them. 
and um, you know some of the shows stay up for a while. Some of them I will take down. So it's important if you do have, see a topic or um, a guest that uh, resonates with you to listen to to that recording. And if you'd like to get updates about the show, um, every Wednesday morning early I send an, an, an email update just to let you know who's on the show and what the topic is. You can go to keystoclarity.com and just enter your details in the, um, in the um, box there. And you'll also receive a free report from me which shares the five um, most critical mistakes soul-driven business owners make in the first few years of business and how to avoid them. So, um, I'm going to now um, just uh, play uh, one of my favorite songs uh, written by um, a friend of mine, uh, Keith Leon, and I will get our guest onto the show. I think there's probably a, um, maybe some confusion with the time zones. All right, so just bear with me a second while you listen to this fabulous song, Choose to Fly. Enjoy. The sun has risen in your eyes today Gone on your hopeless ground away A new day has just begun And your way is now led by the one That you know is in your soul You can be Listen to your voice 
I, I think it's better to read about each of the Enneagrams, and your listeners will probably know that I have, um, through your, your correspondence with them, nine videos in describing each of the different personality types. There are nine mm. options. So awesome. I think it's Tell them a little bit to, more about where they can find those so that they right. can look you, at those you after can the just, show. If you search for the Enneagram, and, and for, for your listeners, Ennea means nine. So simply, the, again, the nine personalities. If you look up Enneagram online, you're going to find, be chock-a-block with all different explanations of the Enneagram, different videos, all different kinds of things. I did nine videos, and I tried to make them kind of extensive um, and give a lot of information about each of the nine videos on YouTube. So if you go to um, youtube.com forward slash Dr. Janine, you'll see my nine videos, and I think you've posted that on some of your material. Is that right, Louise? Um, I don't know. I haven't posted about the video links, and okay. we, can, we can absolutely Oops. do that on the show description anyway. But we should just let people know, you know, how to get those now. And um, so go right to uh, the YouTube, YouTube. and they're free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, forward slash Doctor Janine. Doctor Janine, and it's just it's. It, do you want to spell your name, Janine, just so that they know? Yes. How to, yeah, I know. How to get it's there. tricky, right? So it's um, Doctor <laughs> D R, no period, and then J E A. N I N E. The last four letters are spelled got... nine. Exactly. <laughs> that is, is not that my design. I was just quizzing. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, well, my favorite books, and you know, people tend to have their favorite um, books. Uh, I really like the Wisdom of the Enneagram by Riso and Hudson, and that is sort of a primer. And it really gives you a really nice overview of the nine personalities. And then, you know, sometimes people say, and this is what I thought, the reason I resisted the Enneagram is I thought, well, this sounds very simplistic. And I've read so many things, and I'm sure you have too, Louise, about personalities. You know, are you an apple, a banana, or a strawberry? And it's just, it's kind of pop psychology. It's not very highly esteemed. It's not reliable and valid. And it's not very scientific. This Enneagram measured is esteemed by the likes of Ken Wilber. And if Ken Wilber likes it, I tend to think there's probably some meat on the bone. So it's not just your nine personalities. You identify your personality, and then you you can become familiar with other aspects of the Enneagram, which really enrich your knowledge of your personality. There are influences, and it's not hard. You know, sometimes people resist this kind of stuff, too, because they think, oh, gosh, another measure, another modality, this is going to be really tricky. I I don't find it to be difficult, but I do find it to be very rich. And I know there are some yeah. coaches out there, Louise, that are just Enneagram coaches. Yeah. And I could That's I could see cool. how somebody could make a business and – focus in just on the Enneagram because it is that rich. It is that chock-a-block with wonderful information. And I was sharing with you earlier, Louise, that really the Enneagram is about knowing yourself better. And, you know, I thought I was somebody, you know, I've done a lot of personal work and spiritual work and psychological work on myself um, through Mm -hmm. the years. And so I thought I knew myself. I had a pretty good understanding of who I am. But I tell you, once I learned what my personality type was, 
I really had a deeper understanding of who I am and it helped me relate to everyone better, not just a romantic partner or to my children or or people that I work with, colleagues, but everybody, even people I don't know, just yeah. understanding, becoming yeah. more compassionate and more tolerant became much easier for me. And differences, instead of being annoying so much, became funny. Like I could laugh at the the funny differences between personalities, myself and maybe another person that had a really different kind of a personality. Instead yeah. of grating on my nerves, I I laugh. I could laugh about it and say, "Oh well, there you know, there's no surprises there. That's the meeting of a four and a one, you know." And 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 become more tolerant and more understanding of perhaps a personality that before I would have just found untenable. Yeah, you know what's really interesting, Janine, is that. Um, I think what I really like about the Enneagram is the fact that there's a real mixture between scientific research and taking into consideration the spiritual and mystical um, modalities. Can you can you speak? A I bit love that? that. Yes, absolutely. And I like that too because as much as I am a spiritual uh, person, I I love all. Um, like my kids were teasing me the other day because I was uh, teaching them a word um, in Judaism, and they said, "Mom, you're you're in love with all the religions." And I said, "I am. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm covering my bases." And so I appreciate the spiritual underpinnings of all works, but also I like science. You know, I like something to be reliable and valid because I know many of your listeners. Louise are coaches and yeah. we, you know we want to make sure I know a lot of people sort of oh gosh for lack of it you know sort of make things up you know yeah. and there's yeah. no there's no scientific research behind it there's no sort of um there's no measures that have like yeah. shown whether or not something works and I think we really owe it to our clients as an ethical responsibility to sort of if we're going to use something, at least have some anecdotal research or um, understanding about why something's working. So yeah. I, I think this, this this is true of the Enneagram, like the Myers-Briggs, and I like the Myers-Briggs. That Myers-Briggs is sort of um, somebody almost assigns it to you. You know, are you introverted or extroverted? Are you, we look at the four different points, and I love it. I love it. But yeah. the Enneagram has underpinnings of Sufism, which is the um, mystical branch of Islam. I've heard it has some Native American underpinnings. I mean, I've heard different kinds of things. But it's sort of the amalgam of a lot of different um, truths, both scientific or psychological might be a better way to explain it, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I find that very rich. And I really like that. As a matter of fact, somebody the other day saw some some work I had done with the Enneagram, and they said um, they related to um, the Sufi um, aspect of it, and they said, "Oh, I love Sufism. It's so it's such a beautiful um, way of understanding and the world." And and they were excited about the Enneagram because um, it, it it has some of that um, the background yeah. or underpinning. Yeah, I think it speaks to everyone, doesn't it? You know, just because I it, think so. I think so. so I resisted it. I res- I have to tell you, Louise, I really resisted it because I I thought it was going to be hokey. But I think when people get exposed to it and they say, "Wait a minute, it's not just the nine personalities. There's something called wings." And there's something um, that's kind of akin, akin to the deadly sins, and there's all these different things that go um, that that sort of um, support it and add layers to it. People can get really excited about it. So um, yeah, wow. So yes, it, I think it's something for everyone. And something that just if I could share there, I've, I'm a consultant for a local uh, women's 
gym, a big women's gym called Luna Fitness in Tempe, Arizona. I'll give them a shout-out. But um, there's a, you know, a large group of women that work there, right? So, um, yeah. you know, different personalities, different ages, different emphasis, emphasis, different religions, different cultural backgrounds, right? We've got a big mix of different women. And I introduced this to the group and taught the Enneagram to them. And now they've all taken it and run with it. You know, it's funny because I worked wow. with a lot of them individually. And so I didn't tell, you know, because of confidentiality. I didn't tell one person I was working with someone else or whatever. And yes. they've come together and said, well, I'm a seven. And somebody else says, I'm a four. Oh, maybe <laughs> that's why you're good at this. Or And it was really a point of connection. Because, you know, like any group that you put together where there's a lot of differences or even a lot of similarities, there's a lot of infighting and backbiting and all that kind of stuff that goes on, right? And I noticed that dramatically dropped off once this was introduced. And I thought, what is the potential here for this, you know? And, um, you know, we we all kind of got a kick out of the different things, the different aspects of our personality. Well, and it just sounds like this. So, you know, when we are informed, you know, when we have more understanding of, uh, you know, the the traits and personalities that uh, people have, you know, that isn't the same as ours. I think we always resist something that isn't like us. Exactly, or something we don't understand. If if somebody's handling a situation in a real different way than we would, we're tempted to go right into judgment because we go into fear. We say, oh, I don't understand that. So this person must be bad or weird or strange or, you know, not part of the group or, you know, whatever it is. And so, Or even to judge not resonating with someone, you know, and and, and the thing is that... Absolutely, you've created distance. Yeah, if if we have an understanding that it's okay and um, to know that, uh, you know, everyone is different, they have different personality traits and to understand them better, it makes it us much more informed into, you know, how we can how we tr- can treat them and also have more respect, you know, I think Absolutely. for, you know, what is. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we're hearing in unison sort of a lot of our spiritual teachers for sure, but a lot of our life coaches are really wanting to get down to brass tacks. They know that love or compassion is like the most powerful, you know, energy, if you will, in the universe. Yeah. And, but they don't know how to be pragmatic about it. They think, well, that's very nice and touchy-feely, but I've got a client. I've got, you know, Janine's coming to me today, and she's got such and such these challenges going on, and I'm not quite sure how to m- use love in a pragmatic, yeah. practical way to help her overcome some of her challenges. Yeah. Now, here, here's the Enneagram that seeks to, be, to teach us tolerance and compassion and understanding. Here's a practical tool that we can use as yeah. you know, both clinicians and to, to help somebody actualize um, mm. that, that energy. And that's, I'm, I'm so crazy about anything that speaks to that, that kind of, um, I guess, energy or uh, philosophy. Yeah. Anything that has to do with love or compassion, I think it's going to be it's going to be yeah. the thing, you know. And I think any and I think what's so wonderful. Sorry, yeah. I was going to say I think what's so wonderful about this as well is that, you know, this this tool can appeal to the left and the right brain, you know, when you have yes. a client, you know, who really, um, yes. you know, you want to reach and you you want to have some understanding for them to have some self awareness that. Um, you know, if they are quite left brain, that this this could be a tool that will help them to get there. 
Yeah, it's a stereotype, but, you know, men a lot of times in a therapeutic or a life coaching situation tend to be um, a little bit more of that logical brain-minded. At least that's been my experience. It's not always true, but it's often true. And I find this to be very agreeable to that kind of a personality or, you know, somebody that's very logical because – because of the work that's been done to to show that it's reliable and and valid, but also um, and then you know we we've got the great intellectual philosopher, American philosopher Ken Wilber, that is steaming the Enneagram yeah. and other people that are maybe not in so much in the popular culture, but are respected intellectuals are esteeming yeah. the Enneagram and it's crossing. I know my mom did it at her church or something. Yeah. You know, it, 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 and you know, I thought her church was relatively conservative so it, it it's not a religion and it's not in conflict i don't think with yeah. anybody's religion i've never heard anybody yeah. have a problem with that so um, yeah yeah so and that's know, a wonderful it, thing too yeah and it appeals to me as well i think because it's it is far much more middle of the road whereas i find something like myers-briggs can be quite a, a sort of a dry um yes. interpretation you know so the fact that this pulls on so many different modalities, you know, really I find agreeable, you know, for me and I would imagine a lot of heart-centered business owners, you know, um, that are specifically our audience is, you know, would be, this would be a wonderful tool to be able to embrace both, um, those, all those aspects, you know, science, I think science, it's absolutely research, worth its weight in gold, yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. let's talk about the actual uh, nine personalities um, okay. Janine, I know that um, I'm sure that people listening are probably gagging to hear more about that. And um, okay, you know, okay, let's do it. Let's bit. do it. How about yeah. if I run through? I'll I'll uh, number them all and I'll run through it, and then I can explain yeah. a little bit about the yeah. other things. Like I know people are interested in the wings and the the yeah, deadly sins exactly. and that kind of thing, and and then the integration Love, and lovely. disintegration point. Lovely. So, It'd be nice to get, okay. get that insight. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay, so (laughs) number one is the reformer. This is like the crusader, can lead through integrity and reason. But here's a a challenge area for the one, Uh, perfectionism and resentment sometimes. So sometimes they can be a little bit rigid. There's sort of a right or a wrong way. They can be moralistic. Now, this, all of these characteristics can be positive and negative. You know, somebody that's moralistic that's fighting for farm workers or something, you know, this is, you know, a wonderful use of that kind of morality. But somebody that's yeah. in judgment of somebody's personal life or something, maybe not so great. So keep that in mind, too. As I list these qualities, we might want to say, oh, good quality or bad quality. But really, yeah. you know, it can be can use, used for for either intent. So Number two yeah, is just the helper. Not to be in, not to be in judgment at all, but it just is, you know, and, and yes. to be, yes. to just to in the knowing of that, you know, we can we can use them for good or bad, you know. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So uh, number two is the helper. This is the caretaker, often the nurse. I have some friends that are nurses that are the the helper personality, very generous and healing, gentle, emotional often. And they struggle with boundaries, people-pleasing, and possessiveness. So sometimes these are the guys that come to me and they say, I'm having the worst time saying no, you know, that kind of thing. This is the Mother Teresa or the Lady Diana, perhaps, of the Enneagram. So then we have the achiever. Um, These People really strive for excellence and authenticity. I think of our friend Tony Robbins, right, the great yes. life coach that, you know, go for your best, achieve, do, you know, be the best you can be, have the best day, Oprah, for, mm. for example. 
Um, mm. Now, they can also blindly pursue success and status sort of disconnected from their inner core a little bit. You know, it's all about right. achieving and that kind of thing rather than just being. Kind of like so a guru status type type. Yes, exactly. yes, that can be a caveat for the three. Yeah. Um, okay. And, you know, the threes, they, they look young forever. I noticed this about, it's sort of the Tom Cruise, Christy Brinkley thing. So if you're a three, you're, you've you got that going for you for sure. <laughs> so, wow. And then the, the four, here I am, I'm the four. Um, this is my personality type, the individualist. Often this is an artist. This is a creative person and a very intuitive person. Um, yeah. But they can be held back by sort of moodiness or self consciousness they can be sort of all over the page i always think about the people at burning man you know those are my you know running around naked building ships out of i don't know what bottle caps this is the four personality (laughs) so if you see me naked building ships out of bottle caps you'll say oh there's janine she is a four on the enneagram Okay, I haven't done that yet, Louise, but uh, it, it, could, it could come to that. Four sometimes have a real hard time with focus, you know, because they're all over the page. I want to be a life coach, but I want to be a teacher, but I want to be, you know, saving the whales, and I want, they have a hard time getting started. Right. They have a hard time taking action in the world. So with our four, sometimes we have to break things down and say, okay, three things that you're going to do today to manifest your life coaching business, because they get overwhelmed by their own, like, sort of internal material. Mm-hmm. So, so number five. Now, here is the investigator. This is a, a, a person that can be. I want. I, I kind of want to stay away from the word introverted, but yes, kind of introverted. Um, this is a person that's a specializer. You know, they yeah. tend to specialize in their field, so they like to have a lot of information. Um, they are. Uh, visionary intellects, like maybe a Howard Hughes or something. I'm almost thinking. Um, right. Uh, they're, they can be eccentric, and they can be isolated, so they have to kind of look out for that. If I have a wing that's a five, for those of you who already know what the wings are, so I relate to this, the specializer. You know, I couldn't just be a life coach. I had to get my Ph.D. in life coaching. So that's how it might influence a, a personality right. is when you start seeing these butted up against each other. So, um, yes, yeah, so the specializer um, can, can neg- perhaps a negative could be stinginess, this might be a positive thing if you're needing a to say no to people and that kind of stinginess. Oh, stinginess, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, could be. But that could be positive yeah. if somebody's needing to kind of create boundaries or make space to be creative. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the sixth personality. Um, they can be very courageous and very committed. Our sixes are very loyal people. Um, mm. Where they can struggle is with anxiety or fear. For those of us who study A Course in Miracles, we know that fear is a formidable opponent, right, because the opposite of love is not hate, it's fear. So okay. our, our loyalist person can really be undermined, you know, and sometimes they'll, they'll latch on to an idea, they'll say, okay, today I'm a Buddhist, and tomorrow I'm a Jew, or, you know, they have a hard time, um, yeah. or they, they get over-identified with one philosophy, and then they become discouraged. They, like, lose wow. their faith in an idea, and then they glom on to something else. And the bad news about that is they started never, they might not go real deep with anything. Right. Or kind of be motivated to latch on to something because they're fearful rather than a moving towards and embracing, you know, oh, I love Buddhism, oh, I love Judaism, oh, I love I don't know what else. They might yeah. they might be more motivated by fear than what would be optimal for them. 
Right. So then um, moving into the seven, the seven is the enthusiast. I love sevens. I, I wanted to yes. be a seven. <laughs> they have a lot <laughs> of interest. We have a number we want to identify with. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted it to happen for me, and it just didn't. But So the seven is the person oftentimes – um, they want to be in seven places at one time. You know, they, they, you know, my seven. Sometimes they'll be like in Mexico, and they'll say, "I'm, I'm not back from Mexico yet, but I, I want to go to Ireland. But then I also want to go to Iceland. I haven't decided. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already on to the next thing, and yeah. they want to be. They want to have multiple experiences. You know, I really mm-hmm. want to date Jane, but I also want to date Sally. You know, I want to be single, but I really want to be married. Sometimes they're struggling with all of those kinds of interests. But, you know, we love to be around our sevens because they keep life so interesting and they they have so many different interests. And they're highly accomplished. They're very spirited. But sometimes they can be waylaid by impulsiveness or impatience. Mm. You know, because they want to be kind of having that fun experience right now. Yeah. And then the eights, I have a special place in my heart for eights. I gave birth to an eight. The eights are our cha- is the challenger. These are powerful leaders, often tribal leaders. I know some tri- literal tribal leaders that are eights, they lead the yeah. group, and they're very magnanimous. He's strong. Yeah. Um, often their story is something like, I've had a fight for everything that I've gotten. You know, so sometimes a challenge area that for them can be control or intimidation, you know, or, they, or fighting, that kind of thing, you know, yeah. you know, see, identifying with their tribe or their group, but kind of being, oh, I don't want to say paranoid, but being nervous about like this other group maybe not being on, another group not being honest or authentic with them. You know, they're yeah. very tribal. If you, if you have an eighth and of a friend. And when you say tribal, it, when yeah. you say tribal in the, in the sort of modern day sense, what, what would you refer to? You know, they, they have a real sense of who their group is. A real, right. you know, maybe it's their family group or maybe it's a, a group at work. Um, it could uh-huh. literally be their tribe. But it, yeah. it's it's like they've strongly identified. Like I have a friend and he, I'm one of his people now, you know, in his yeah. group. And yeah. if you called him right now and said, Janine stinks, he would have something to say to you about that. You know what I mean? He's very, yeah. Yeah. almost too protective. You know, can be too protective. Yeah. You know, if somebody says, I think I can handle that, it's okay. But a tr- but it, it, I have to say, it's kind of a snuggly, cozy feeling to be in a group with these people because they've got your back and yeah. they really stand by you. Unless they feel like you've betrayed them and then that could get a little tricky. Then you might become an outsider to them. Mm. But um, it's a really beautiful energy, um, this, this, this yeah. challenger personality. Um, and Ooh. then we have number nine is the peacemaker. And I've got a couple of clients that are peacemakers, too. And um, oftentimes this, they are the peacemaker, right? They can bring people together. You know, when there's a group of gossiping people, they're often the one to say, you know, wait a minute, you know, Janine, you know, she's got her annoying qualities, but she's also got these beautiful qualities, too. You know, they're, they really are wanting to have peace. They don't like to rock the boat. Um, yeah. And they love to heal conflicts. Where they're oftentimes in life coaching, where I find they're working is – they want to make change, but they don't want to be uncomfortable. You know, so let's yeah. say somebody would like to lose some weight or something. They don't want to have to often, they might not want to go to the gym because that makes a change for them, and it might not be comfortable working out and that kind of thing, making any kind of a change. 
is yeah. often, you know, a tricky thing. So we just break it down and we work with comfort levels and, you know, taking baby steps outside of comfort level. But this is a, yeah. such a beautiful personality. Um, but, again, a lot of times they feel like um, there's, they're held back by their own passivity because it's almost like in, the, in some of the spiritual books around the Enneagram, it, it suggested that they feel like their contribution won't make a difference. And so I'm always reminding my nines that your contribution makes a difference. You're part of this experience that we're having here on planet Earth. And if you hold back or don't participate, we're all going to suffer because you've got something beautiful to share, especially, my goodness, they're peacemakers. We need them to come forward and share their wisdom with us, their patience, their kindness, that kind of thing. So. So that's our nine. So those are the those are the nine core personalities. And and what I've learned um, through experiences with a course called No Ego, through um, um, an organization called The Journey, they their um, that course is based on the Enneagram, and oh. um, yes, it's fabulous, and it's been talked about that my number is number nine and apparently also one of the characteristics of a number nine is um, that they take on a lot of the different numbers. (laughs) Yes, that's true. That is true. Absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, so you're a nine, Louise. Okay. Oh, interesting. Very cool. Very cool. And And what a great, nice to have our nines in the life coaching role. Sorry? (laughs) I said definitely wings in the the one and the eight. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you know, that's a good point you're bringing up because if you think you're a number, let's say you think you're a two, the helper, the caregiver, if the one reformer and the three achiever don't make any sense to you at all, chances are you might want to look at it again because the wings, you should be kind of like familiar with the wings. You know, you might say some people's theory about the wings, these are the influences. If you can imagine the nine personalities in a circle, on either side of the nine numbers, there's a number. So those are our wings. And some people think that, you know, 50% of your life you were one, and then as you get older you go to the other one. Or, you know, one is latent and one is dominant, one is shadow, one is active. You know, there's different ideas about it. But they should should feel familiar to you. Like, for example, I mentioned I'm the four, the individualist, and that five, um, the the kind of the specializer, a little bit of the recluse because I'm an introvert. That five makes sense for me, but it's not my dominant personality. My right. dominant personality is the is the four, is the sort of Frida Kahlo or whatever, Johnny Depp, that kind of a very individualist mm-hmm. personality. That's more dominant. But those wings should make sense to you because oftentimes I think yeah. people are – they're not quite sure. They're between one or two numbers, and they're in different parts of the Enneagram. And that should be the thing that helps you clarify it pretty quickly, is those wings should seem yeah. familiar to you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so what else do we need to know about, you know, you talked about the, the deadly sins. Um, can you yes. get some light on that for us? Yes, each of them has a deadly sin, and I I, like, I don't know if I can call them up really quickly in my brain. Sometimes I forget, but let me see um, if I can reference it. I, you know, the the um, the nine is gluttony. Do you know that one? Were you familiar with that one? Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, yeah. seven is gluttony. The nine is lazy, uh, is laziness. The um, the four is um, envy. 
The yeah. one is judgment. So let me think. The three is oh, the three is um is uh, lying is for num- personality yeah. number three. Um, yeah. Two. Let me see. Okay, I, so I have to remember. So does, does this mean that each each sin lines up with a, a number yeah. on the Enneagram? Yeah, but there's only I seven deadly it. sins, right? So there's nine personalities. So right, the right. Six, the six is fear. Um, yeah, the seven is gluttony. The eight is um, anger, and the nine is um, is laziness. Or mm. yeah. So um, so they so there's some extra ones in there. Oh, five. Mm-hmm. I didn't say five. I think five is avarice or greed. We, right, we've got kind yeah. of like the reclusive person that's um, that's uh, but, you know can be greedy with time or in, or money or whatever. Um, so yeah. So so when you talk about each uh, like a sin being attributed to a to a number in the anagram, does that mean that um, they tend to you know that tends to be the the thing that they fall prey to? It can be, absolutely. I mean, I think with all of the personality types, that's one of the things. Like, mine is envy, and I didn't immediate relate, immediately relate to envy because I don't yeah. think of myself as an envious person. I tend to be celebratory about people's achievements yeah. and stuff like that. But then there was part of it that I did start to relate to, and I thought, oh, you know, like cert- you know, certain circumstances in life, I thought, oh, yes. yes, oftentimes I'll say, well, that's easy for Louise, you know. She's yes. a blonde and I'm a brunette. I, I, not, right. not about hair color, okay. but I would do that about certain things, and I wasn't really aware of it. Mm. Um, I think for me being a four, my dominant problem is not envy, although I relate to that, my dominant um issue probably like you know the, the major things are the um the melancholy we have to kind of fight melancholy as fours yeah and i think the other thing is um we've got a lot of interests and so uh, i think for fours it's staying on track and really focusing in on something and so yeah. which brings me to the next thing there's points of integration and disintegration yeah and so for fours the point of integration is one and so it doesn't mean that the four will become a one or needs to act like a one. What happens in a natural state of health, a four starts to get more principled. You know, maybe we say, okay, I'll do the burning man once a year. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep a tidy office and I'm going to, um, you know, be organized with my clients and lay things down. So we behave like a one when we get healthy. Yeah. And 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 Reese on Hudson in their book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram, kind of the primer, as I mentioned, they mm-hmm. talk about nine stages of health, and they broke it down to three unhealthy at the bottom, three middle yeah. stages, and three, you know, healthy stages, you know, uh, yeah. in, in a hierarchy. And so, for example, when a four becomes healthy, they start to look like a one. Like I, I just have a, a my environment. I like to have a very minimalist kind of neat environment, and so. Yeah. Um, people who are four say, I don't believe, I can't believe that you live, but you can't be, there's no way you're a four. But that's just because that's how I've manifested health in that area, you know, just right, to stay right. really focused. So I've created yeah. that um, environment to support my being the best four I can be. So then I can be creative. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. I turn into a one, but I will look like a one to other people. So, right. and they're, all of them have a point of integration 
and disintegration. And you don't do it consciously, but I think it's fun to know or to help our clients know when you look up their personality type, what is their um, disintegration and integration point. Mm. You know, because then you can help them see if they're on the track to going sort of where they need to go. I think yeah. for for three for nine, you're the nine, right? I think your point of integration is three, the achiever. So that's when you're moving yeah. forward. And, and I that, think your disintegration. I'm in that. <laughs> that I'm you're probably in, in that. I'm, I said I probably have integrated into into the three. Um, yeah, yeah, but, you know, but your through. motivation, your internal yeah. motivation would not look like, if we could dissect people and if we could see their motivation, it wouldn't okay. look like a three. You're right. just a nine being healthy. Yeah, exactly. Which is interesting, so what, you know, it's is what interesting thing. It's a different motivation. Sorry? Yeah, absolutely. So what would disintegration look like? I think for you, I think the nine disintegration is a six. And so um, when you when you, when, you when you start going backwards, sorry. What does it mean when you when you say disintegration? It means when things aren't going well. There, some people call it a stress point rather than than disintegration because disintegration, yes. I guess, is so dramatic. But it means when things aren't going well, you stress. You know, when we all get stressed, we do default things. You know, when I get yeah. super stressed out, I start drinking iced tea. It's just, and yeah. I try not to drink caffeine, but that's where I go. And so I always know, yeah. I, my behavior tells on me. So mm-hmm. just like, um, so a nine will start to get like sort of fearful, like a six might in an, in an unhealthy yeah. way. And then that will that's immobilize you. That is very true for me. Fear yeah. And, so it'll, and so we would look at you in a stressful situation. Normally the achiever, and here's Louise online doing all these fancy, wonderful things that you do. And then if you were kind of getting stressed out, what we might see is just not Louise isn't doing as much of that. You might get immobilized yeah. and kind of frozen yeah. by your fear. So each yeah. of them have that kind of a thing. And, again, it's not like really you have prior knowledge of it and you do it. It's just something that already yeah. happens. So it, you, what, yeah. what's good news about it is not that you get freaked out because we all get pushed mm-hmm. off track or we all get mm-hmm. off track all the time. Cool. But the idea is that you become more aware, oh, here I am freezing up a little bit. I mm-hmm. know that I'm stressed out. What do I need to do to get back to where I was before? You know, just right. more awareness. How can I support myself? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it, it, it becomes very, um, it, in that way, it's very helpful. And each of them has, it's funny because it doesn't really seem to follow a pattern. You know, it's they're just all going in different directions. So um, yeah. it's a very interesting, it, there's like a little chart that you can kind of look on most of the models to see kind of where your, where your uh, you know, sort of good news is and where your not so good news is. So Yes. Like for mine, it's really interesting. My disintegration or stress point is a two. So I'm a four, mm-hmm. stress point two, integration point one. So um, mine is the helper, which is interesting because that's what I do for a job and that's what I've always done for a job. So what yes. I learned early on, because I used to be a social worker and I'd work in these really difficult situations and, you know, mm-hmm. child abuse and, I, you know, worked with prostitutes and, you yes. know, people in jail and just difficult, difficult situations. But yes. what I learned was... I can still be a helper as long as I'm a healthy helper, you know, as long as I can draw boundaries, which means that if it's 2 o'clock in the middle of the night and all the paperwork is not done, I'm still going home. You know, like before I would just give, you know, literally have, you know, would give the clothes off my back to somebody that needed help because they didn't have any clothes rather than, you know, 
whatever, you know, rather than maybe doing something that was a little health, healthier. So I yeah. just have to be aware of that, that I don't do start doing too much for my children or too much for the people in my life. Recognize something that's been powerful for me is recognizing that people are their own source. Yeah. So I'm just here to co-create with people. So that that helps me a lot. It's, I love the, that coaching model, the co-creating yeah. model. You know, people say, Janine, what should I do? Should I break up with my boyfriend? Well, how do I know? Uh, this this <laughs> is your journey. I'll support you in making a decision. But that's none. You know, yeah. you get to make that decision. That you know. Yeah. So sure. that, yeah. So yeah. So that's staying so out of too many and having really clear boundaries. And you get to be a better coach through, through that awareness. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. When you're at the top of your game, you're the healthiest one for your number, you're going to be good at whatever you do because you yeah. are radiating health and wellness. And yeah. this, again, goes back to helping you appreciate your own um, yeah. your own strengths and weaknesses. Like I can make a joke about, you know, naked people running around burning them. You know, you can laugh at your own personality and see mm-hmm. how that might be a metaphor and not literal for me, but I can see how things can start spinning around and being too kooky for too long. And I know that I have the strength and ability to get to the top. And I know what I need to do is to create order in my environment, you know. Right. And then I can help other people do that too. I helped a four yesterday do some decluttering. I went to her house and we did two hours and we just banged it out and we just created such a beautiful space for her. Um, But that, that is that coming from that awareness that that order can really make a difference. So that's something I just know yeah. from being a four, you know, how powerful that yeah. can be. So, Wow, that's amazing. And what did you say your um, point of integration was? Um, was, it, was that the one? I'm a one, and it's so funny because you put yeah. a four and a one in a room together, and either it's like people, you know, it's like people from different planets. You know, sometimes it yeah. can be, um, but then if you have this understanding, there can be a real appreciation and a real humor. You know, there, I, I, I don't think she'd mind me sharing. One of the the women that owns the gym is she's a one, and I'm a four, and we just laugh. You know, at yeah. at the differences because now that she's learned it and I've learned it, we can just crack ourselves up and we love each other. You know, it's a really yeah. natural, um, honest communication. But had we not had that information, she might think, oh, there's Janine, you know, hippie love bunny or whatever she might write me off of. And I might say, oh, she's too stern and, you know, she's too yeah. exacting and not have any tolerance for each other. And really we're quite complimentary because we can appreciate each other. It really can make a huge difference you know, in yeah. in our ability. So I integrate at one, which means that I need to go there. And so probably the very people that you're finding challenging to be around are the Thank people you. that whose personality characteristics that you might do well to kind of learn something about. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's like a circle. You know, we're all part of the whole, right? And so, exactly. it's, uh, you know, so the idea, here's the spiritual idea, that all of these personality types lie latent within all of us. Yeah. And that in this lifetime, we're just dominant with one of them, you know? Yeah. But it's yeah. all within one of us. We're all, we're, you know, we're all part of the hologram. We're all here together. So yeah. it's not about separation. Some people get freaked out because they'll say, Janine, how could you be interested in a personality measure? Like that's just compartmentalizing people and simplifying. Yeah. And I say, oh, to the contrary, I understand why you think that. But this idea is really to understand all the aspects of mm. who you are and who you can be and potentials. And, and, and that's why... 
the um, the symbol for the Enneagram is a circle. You know, everybody's in the circle. It's not like, oh, you know, here's Janine over here, the weirdo four, and then the rest of us in the circle. No, we're all yeah. we're all here together, and we're we can yeah. all learn from each other. Yeah, that's fabulous. Um, and um, I'm curious, Janine, because I mean, you do hypnotherapy, so you probably had some experience with past lives. Um, uh, or past life regression, and do you find that um, you know different um, personality, uh, um, you know the numbers come out differently when you when you have experienced people in past life situations? You know, I never thought about it exactly like that, but I would have to say, upon reflection, I'd have to say yes. You know, because I have gotten some people, actually, some some really cute people that have approached me like secretly on the sly. You know. Um, do you do past life regressions and will you do, you know, one, you know, the reformer type, the principal, highly idealistic type, you know, coming to me and saying, you know, that are no nonsense, you know, come to me and say, did you do me a past life regression? So right in there we see some, you know, a little bit of some other kinds of things that are latent and, you know, people having very fanciful, very, you know, uh, colorful experiences in the past, which may be quite different from how they perceive and how they act. Uh, in in this lifetime, you know, or in this incarnation, or however we're thinking about in this body that we're in right now, so it's really yeah. interesting. I really do think. I mean, you know, under hypnosis, probably if you were going to explore it, just much like, um, well, I guess that's multiple personalities disorder or dis- yeah. dissociative identities disorder they see now, but you know, different personalities coming out under different states of consciousness. Not a surprise, right? Because. What we kind of lead with in this world is not the whole truth about ourselves, you know. Just yeah. because you know, you know somebody's interested in the enneagram doesn't mean they're not interested in the Course in Miracles. Doesn't mean they're not interested in positive psychology. Doesn't mean they're not interested in Oreo cookies. You know, it, we can mm-hmm. we can <laughs> we can we can be a, a, an amalgam of all those different things. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting, and it's it's kind of interesting when you look at it from the spir- sort of spiritual level you know that if we um if we reincarnate and come back um each time in a different life um you know human form you know are we carrying those same you know um numbers or are we you know are we um manifesting something different each time you know, becoming yeah hard, hard to know maybe to have that. an experience maybe an experience like this you know like sort of in the buddhist idea about like wanting we want to get off the wheel you know like we mm. you know kind of embrace it all so that we don't have to i mean maybe in that kind of in a way we can look at this as like you know if if i can tolerate a one and appreciate not only tolerate them but love them and appreciate them and bask in their wonderful qualities like maybe then i wouldn't have to incarnate back as well i mean one of the ideas about yeah, reincarnation exactly. right is that we have these different experiences so we can become more tolerant exactly. you know tolerant you know and yeah, if we and can have, oh have i can about learning. Them. yes yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't maybe I don't have to be incarnate uh, as a South African if I'm friends with Louise, but maybe I would like to do yeah. that anyway. Maybe that's on the agenda anyway, and I'm open to that. But but you know, maybe as we you know, maybe this is part of this whole thing: is learning and tolerating and be, becoming more loving, so that we, I don't know, you know, I'm not I'm not an enlightened master, but you know, that might be an idea around that is that if we can we can get to that point where we can recognize. And you know what? The personality is just a layer, too. You know, your personality, this is another thing that people 
often say to me, the personality is just a layer. Why even deal with the personality? You know, the truth about everybody is love. And I always say, you know, that is true. But while you're in this body, you might want to learn, you know, like if you have straight hair, you might want to find a good haircut that works for your type of hair and color and texture and whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't, It yeah. while we're in here, we might as well learn the operating system. We're if you have diabetes. Experience, it's, it's embrace the human experience while, while, exactly. while it's, um, yeah, yeah. While it's you're here, and I think a lot of other. us are conflicted about that, you know. It's like, mm. yes, but I'm supposed to just be, you know, all about love or whatever. But, yeah, but you're in the ex- human experience. If your mortgage comes, you probably should pay the bill. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're diabetic, you might need insulin. You know, if you'd yeah. like to look cute in your bathing suit this summer, you might want to do some walking. I don't know. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. um, to me, it seems like it's very much just understanding your own operating system and the operating system of other people, knowing that there's so much more than their personality. You can't say, yeah. oh, Louise, she's a nine, and that's the end of the story. No, of course not. But it's an important part. Knowing you're a nine, like I, I feel like I know some uh, quite a bit more about you just knowing that information. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's helpful. So and it's helpful to yeah, me. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I know that we we've tried to scratch the surface with um, the information about each of the numbers, but um, you know, if, if someone wanted to have um, a, an assessment done by you, um, Janine, how would they go about doing that? I would say just contact me. Let me know that you're interested in the Enneagram. And if you hear this um, radio show, I'll give you 25% off your first coaching package. But um, wow. we can we can figure out what you are, and then we can figure out how to use it. And see, because a lot of times people, that's where they stop, Louise. I think even with the Myers Briggs or other measures, or even Spiral Dynamics, yes. or we've done that radio show too, right? Uh, di- different mm-hmm. um, different measures, and they say, okay, that's great, I'm a nine, but now what? You know, they they kind yeah. of have a hard time like really making it work for them. And so I think that's where we can really do the work is all the little um, the pieces about your particular personality Mm -hmm. and how to emphasize the strengths and de-emphasize the the challenging bits. And they all have them, you know. And sometimes the very thing that's a challenging bit can also be the positive. You know, it's one of those kind of things. I really want to stay away from saying negative or positive. But, you know, for the purposes of the conversation. Do you find, Janine, that... that uh, people also hide behind their number, you know, like they use it as an excuse. That, that well, would I think be a they can. You know, mm. you could see like maybe somebody that's a, a four personality say, well, you know, I'm just an artist, so I don't pick up my yeah. dirty socks out of the bathroom, so your roommate is ready to kill you every day. And that's not really fair, right? Well, this is just who I am. I don't wear clothes, yeah. and I'm going to go to the grocery store. Well, you know, guess what? We live in a society where... You better put some clothes on, or get or get yourself together. Or, you know, I'm just really disorganized, so I didn't get a chance to pay my electrical bill. Guess what? Yeah. You're turning off your electricity. So I think we can. Well, like, at the you end know, of the day, life it is a choice. We have a we have choices. You know, and we have a we choice, and we know there's healthy there's healthy functioning for all of the. Um, yeah. the, the numbers. There's definitely healthy yeah. functioning for all the numbers. So my healthy functioning might look different from yours, but it's which is good news, right? Because we don't want all of one thing on the planet. We want diversity because mm. diversity makes for a more interesting and more creative. You know, those of us who study the Abraham material know, like we're all here yeah. to create, right? We're here to create. Mm-hmm. So we, if we're all creating the same thing, and not so, not so interesting, not so diverse. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're de- there's definitely right. healthy functioning, and I think we can get caught up in, well, you know, that's just the way I am, too bad for you guys, which is not really the, the most fair stance to have in the world. We realize that we're here coexisting with other people, so we want to make the ride as, you know, pleasurable as possible for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. I just I just get the feeling, you know, the insights that one can have through this understanding of self, you know, can be so powerful and also, I just want to encourage anyone out there who's listening, you know, this, I think this, this tool is powerful for anyone, you know, it's, it's, and if you are a holistic practitioner listening, um, uh, you know, aside from coaches, you know, that um, if you're working with clients um, and they're doing, you know, repeating the same things or, you know, seem to you know, not be moving forward and whatever it is that you're supporting them in, that this, this could create some insight as well. You know, to yes, I think, um, yes. yeah, yeah, you know, how your clients are. I'm sorry, you know, a lot of people come to me, and I'm sure they come to you too, and they say, um, I have really low self esteem, or I'm lacking confidence, or I, or I, you know, straight out, I hate myself. Mm. This can really be an answer to that, yeah. You, you know, because a lot of people say, well, I don't like myself because I'm a nine and I'm kind of like complacent and that's not okay for me. And so they hate themselves. It's just a beautiful nine that doesn't recognize yeah. that they're this beautiful peacemaker holding this space of happiness and health for everybody and, you know, like what a gift they have. So I yeah. think, or somebody might say, oh, I'm, I hate myself because I'm a disorganized four and I'm a hot mess and I can't find my keys and I... Mm. And, you know, I just can't make it work. And why does everybody else look so functional? And, you know, or whatever, each of the personalities are, is maybe tempted in a specific way to dislike themselves. And this is really a way to help people to appreciate who they are. Like once I, once I understood who I was, it helped me to be a better coach, too. Yeah, because really. Because I got myself better and I understood more about myself and how I could help yeah. people better and, yeah, de-emphasize what, I guess was what, what I just kind of get that we we'd be we would be more gentle with ourselves, um, you know, if we had more understanding of ourselves. Absolutely, you can embrace it. You know, so somebody might say, "Oh, I'm so mad at myself. I want to be a life coach. I can't get started because I'm so disorganized. I'm this crazy four. Instead, you could say, "I can get organized if I get help." And being a creative life coach is probably one of the best. You know, that I would want to go to a creative life coach because somebody that's a creative life coach is going to be able to draw from a lot of different reference points and be able to really not just give you one tool but give you whatever you need, you know, yeah. may be able to yeah. be very specific to your needs. So you can take whatever, um, you know, or, you know, a nine might just be naturally compassionate, naturally loving, naturally gentle. Yeah which is what people want, right, because they want to go to yeah. somebody that is not going to judge them and that's going to put them down or make, you know, assumptions about yeah. who they are, which may come very naturally to a nine. So whatever yeah. you've got, whatever personality you have, you can make that thing your gift and really help you to stand out because most people don't appreciate their gifts. And once you start yeah. appreciating your gifts, you have a real different experience. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, it's so exciting. Well, um, I want to encourage anyone out there who, you know, Janine has kindly offered, um, you know, to uh, give a free hypnosis or life coaching session with her, which is uh, uh, worth $95. And you can do that by going to simplydivinesolutions.com forward slash S for sugar, D for daddy, S for sugar, 
forward slash home. Uh, so that's simplydivinesolutions.com, S for simply divine, sorry, forward slash SDS, that's S for simply, D for divine, and S for solutions, forward slash home. Let me just say that one more time. So it's simplydivinesolutions.com forward slash SDS forward slash home. And then you can fill out the Get Started form. Um, and if you wanted to simply contact Janine, Janine, do you want to give them your uh, Facebook uh, information? It's a great yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. I have a Janine Austin, comma PhD, CHT, like a fan page. I think I have a few. I'm not to five thousand yet. I think I have a few spaces. If you just go to Janine Austin, but um, that's cool. definitely. And then I have this is obnoxious, Louise, because I have three pages. But I, and then I have Simply Divine Solutions also as a group page. So I try yes. to post on all of them. So my friends okay, from great. high school are like, what are you doing with all these pages? But <laughs> And I might say the same thing, Janine. <laughs> yeah, there's probably enough already, enough already, please. <laughs> you sure have visibility, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness, what can we do, Louise? Well, hey, do we have enough time for me to run through those nine passions again? Because I found them and I didn't Ooh. give them very succinctly. I didn't know if we had enough time. Oh, yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Um, it's okay. free to do that. Mm, so I gave them kind of not in a succinct way before. So these are the passions or the deadly sins. So don't let these freak you out. I just want to say that as a caveat. It's just kind of, you know, an area that can be a challenge, area to be aware of so that you can be open to healing and you know, that kind of good stuff around yeah. this issue. So I don't, you know, I don't want to scare anyone. But Okay, so one is anger or resentment. Two is pride. So this is the caretaker, pride. Three, the achiever, our sort of Tony Robbins success person, um, deceit. Four, this is our artist, our Frida Kahlo, our Janine Austin, our Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie, that kind of an artistic person, um, envy. Yeah. Five, this is the you know a little bit of the recluse, the hider. I bet a lot of actors and actresses are this personality because they're kind of hiding behind a role. We've got a five, the Howard Hughes, avarice or greed, better known as greed. Six, this is our loyalist um the person that can can have a lot of courage. Um, theirs is fear, so they've got that conflict right there. And then seven, our person that like wants to try out like different kinds of things. Our sunny okay. friend that's traveling all over the globe and is got a, all these exciting things going on, is dating all these wonderful people or just having a lot of fun experiences, it's gluttony. And again, you know, these aren't necessarily literal because it could be gluttony for experiences, you know, rather than right. just sort of being where I'm at now or dating Frank, I'm looking over my shoulder and seeing who else is, you know, that's kind of a gluttonous way of being. So it can literally be for food, mm. but it um, but it uh, can be for experience too. And then eight, yeah. Our eighth are, are, are sort of, I, people hate it when I say this stuff, a little bit of a bad boy, bad girl of the Enneagram, and I think it's good. We need our we need our rebels. We need our leaders. We need our strong, um, and I'm crazy about eights. So, my brother um, is an eight, so I, definitely. He's an eight. I, I, have, I, I say this with love because I really love my eights. I love my male eights and I love my female eights, but lust, lust is there. And, again, this can be sexual lust, but it doesn't have to be sexual lust. It can be lust for just... Mm-hmm. You know, the drive for intensity, control, self-extension. And then we've got yeah. our nines, and then that would be sloth, 
you know, our, our, which is laziness, yeah. same thing, right? Oh, yeah, um, and I can relate yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, and so sort of a disengage, you know, it's kind of like just a, a really about being disengaged from oneself or one experience. So that's exactly. like the reason that's why they can, often, uh, they can often narcotize themselves, can't they, with, uh, you know, disengaging. Yeah, disengaging. And then so you were saying, like, you you felt like, oh, yeah, of course I go to three because that's my achieving success. That's when you're engaging with life. You're participating. You're saying, okay, right. my contributions make a difference. And so that's what we want to do with our nines is kind of move them out yeah. of that. Because it's not laziness cause it, or any of these qualities because it's like an inherent weakness. It's just some no. sort of a belief around the fact that my participation is not important. Or, yeah. you know, um, anger. Well, also one. disengagement can be about protection. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. right? One of the best ways to check out is just not participate and not so you're protected because yeah. nobody can touch you because you're exactly. lying on the couch watching television or whatever it is. Like nobody exactly. can say, oh, you know, you're a terrible life coach or we don't like you or whatever it is. So there is okay. certainly a way. And all you bring up a good point because all of these are kind of a way of protecting ourselves or, yeah. you know, not honoring our own journey. You know, a five yeah. who's like a Howard Hughes type, you know, avarice or greed, it's like I'm afraid, you know, I'm just going to barricade myself with all this specializing in knowledge or all these things, you know, not give away my time yeah. or my energy because I'm af- I'm afraid, you know. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you, um, you went through that again, Janine. I think it created more insight there as well. Okay, good. Yeah, to, I get I get yeah. them out of order, so I get, get confused. But um, <laughs> but I wanted to clarify that because I thought those were kind of fun to look at. And again, with mm. your number, that might not be your primary issue. You know, like yeah. you might have at Louise, where you're 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 rocking and rolling most of the time. With you're you're so productive. I you know I'm a testament. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. You know that you're you're mostly in your three. So it might not be your primary issue. You might be working as a personality. You might be working on something else within that. But it's just a little insight. And again, it should make some yeah. kind of sense to you. Like I. Oh, it totally does. It totally, I I, it does, yeah. I I know that about myself. That um, if I'm overwhelmed or in fear, that I do check out. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And, you know, my yeah. temptation might be to say, you know, I'm not, like, readily envious of other people, but if I'm kind of having a hard time, I might say, oh, it's easy for Louise, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know what, she lives on the East Coast, so, and she mm. is from South Africa, and so, you know, you know, that kind of a thing, kind of go to that place where envious is doing it better or yeah. fundamentally better. Fours believe they're fundamentally flawed. And yeah. so we'll look at somebody else and say, oh, yeah, easy for her. She's a blonde, you know, or whatever. Right. You get in that space yeah. and then you go to envy, you know. Mm. So, it's so um, great to have so, those awarenesses. Self-awareness is just so powerful. I think it's really helpful. And, you know, like eights with the lust and all that kind of stuff, you know, good to remember. You're a little stressed out and you might be kind of carried away by your sexual lust. Just good to remember that that is something that may not take you to Liberation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It may not be. Yeah. And having you know, the awareness may... that when, you, when you're triggered in a certain way that, um, you know, to look at uh, how you might support yourself. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I want to go at that. I want to, you know, just sit here and cry because Louise is blonde and I'm not and that makes her better than me and people like life coaches better that have blonde hair or whatever, you know, go into that whole I mean, Rather than that, just like in, 
you know, interrupts and say, wait a minute, what is good news about me? Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm these things, I'm these creative things, and this is where, where this is my way that I manifest in the world. And if I'm trying to be a copy of Louise, it's not going to be very authentic. People are going to say, oh, Janine, she's right. like Louise. Why don't we just go to Louise? She's exactly, she's just copying Louise. <laughs> you know? Why don't we go for the real thing? So, you know, you just begin to appreciate the truth of who you are in your own expression mm. rather than um, getting hung up on the the negative stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So awesome. Well, I just want to let everyone know that, um, you know, again, if you want to find out more about Dr. Janine Austin, you can go to simplydivinesolutions.com. And you can find her on Facebook. Just, uh, you know, just even type in Janine Austin in the top um, little search box, and it, um, it sounds like there'll be a few pages that that pop up. Yes. There. <laughs> yes. You should be able to find me. Or, or just go to yeah. simplydivinesolutions.com and find me there. There you go. Perfect. Thank you so much, Janine, for being here. And if you have one golden nugget that you'd want to leave our listeners with, what would that be? I would be around the Enneagram, I would say if if you're at all interested, don't be afraid. I know that there's a lot of aspects to it and it can sound daunting and overwhelming, but actually I think it's quite simple to get the basics, and if you want to take it further, I do think it's good to get some coaching around, like, taking it further and really applying it, but I think it's worth, I know there's so many measures, and there's so many books, and there's so many ideas, and there's some, but being around as long as I've been around, I feel like this is one of the very, very best um, tools that we have, and the reason why I think it's so good is because really, the emphasis again is on love and understanding and compassion, and I think that is where we're all, the direction we all want to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm so glad that you said that because um, we can make things as complicated or as simple as we we like, and and um, you know just to get more insight into that um, would certainly simplify the understanding of the enneagram. So that's great. Thanks so much, Janine. It was wonderful having you on the show. I'm sure oh, thank you so much, Louise. And anyway, I'm so right. sorry I was late. But how typical four of me to be late and to get the, <laughs> the time wrong. <laughs> well, it all worked out perfectly. It was all by design. <laughs> I just had this intuition that that's what had happened. So it all worked out perfectly. And um, uh, <laughs> I want to encourage everyone who's listening, um, if you miss any part of the show, you know, you can. Um, it'll be up on the um the recording will be up literally a few minutes after we 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 um, we finish the show, um, so you can re-listen to the to the show again. Um, if you're listening by phone to listen to the recording, you can go to budurl.com forward slash enagram, and that's spelled E N N E A G R A M. Um, next week um, I'll be doing. Um, the show um, as a one-man band and uh, flying mm-hmm. solo, and uh, I'm not quite sure yet what I'm. Uh, I, I'm waiting for the inspiration to come to decide what I'm going to speak about next week. Um, if you have a specific request, I'm open to that, and you can email me at info at keystoclarity.com if you have a specific topic you'd like me to to focus on. Otherwise, um, keep an eye out for that information. And if you want an update of what will be happening on the show, again, go to keystoclarity.com, keystoclarity.com, 
and put your information in the opt-in box there and you'll be sure to get an update on, a, on the Wednesday morning. Remember, um, our prize draw today is an entrance, um, a seat in the 21 Days of Inspired Action Program, which starts on the 6th of June. It'll be every day for 21 days at 12 noon for 21 minutes, and it's all about becoming inspired to stay in action around a specific project or goal that you want to work on and to have that momentum and support as you do it. So I encourage you to, to enter the draw. Um, just email info at keystoclarity.com with action two in the title. Action two in the title. And um, the draw will close at midday tomorrow. Midday tomorrow. So anyone listening, um, you have until then to submit your, your email. And you know, go for it. Now you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And of course, if you just want to join us and make sure that you have a seat in that group, go to 21daysgroup.com. That's the number 21, 21daysgroup.com. And you can sign up and join us. And uh, um, we would love to have you as part of the, the program. It's such a fabulous experience. So that's it for this week. Um, again, thanks so much, Janine, for being here and sharing your expertise. It's so wonderful oh, it's to so with fun. you. You're a delight. It's to talk to you, Louise. I love to talk to you. It's all fun. You're, you're a delight to, to have a conversation with, so um, I, I'm so glad that we got a chance to do that again. And um, So have a fabulous week, everyone, and to your shining success. Take care. Bye-bye, Janine. Take care. Thank bye, you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.